Ephesians chapter 4 verse 25 therefore laying aside falsehood speak truth each one of you with his neighbor for we are members of one another for his name's sake prescribe truth we giving you what the doctor ordered jamal bandy apologist the lord's servant we undeserve it but christ changed our mind frame in a world full of errors the only thing the doctor prescribes is truth Welcome back, everybody, to the Prescribed Truth Podcast. I'm your host, Jamal Bandy, the one who seeks to distribute the truth that the doctor prescribes to the church and the world today, also a part of the Christian podcast community. If you'd like to contact me, you can do so by emailing me at prescribed.truth at gmail.com or calling me at 801-980-6333. If you'd like to support this ministry financially, you can please do so. By joining me on Patreon for only a dollar or more a month, you can join the other patrons in helping support this podcast to get distributed to get distributed across various platforms and also the website that we have everything else that's supported by our patrons. And so I greatly appreciate that. I like to take the time also to thank the listeners to this podcast. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your busy schedules to hear what I have to say concerning these various topics that I discuss. Uh, thank you for the downloads and everything else. Just thank you so much. You guys are awesome. I can't thank you enough. Uh, please, if you think about it, just leave a review to let me know what you guys think about the um, the content of the show, things that uh, areas where I can improve and so on and so forth. And so with that being said, this week, given that this week is Thanksgiving week, um, I wanted to keep it short and sweet for you guys. And so this episode is going to be dealing with a topic that I've been wanting to discuss for a while. Um, and I know I'm not the only one who's come across this information, but I want to just share with you guys my thoughts on this subject. And the subject is, as you see, as you see in the title, is dealing with Lucifer. The title is Lucifer or not Lucifer. And the reason why I want to bring that up is this is a common name given to Satan. And I get, though I can understand the reason why people call Satan Lucifer, it is false. It is false. Satan's name isn't Lucifer. That's why when they came out with a TV show, Lucifer, I wasn't bothered at all. <laughs> the ignorance of those in Hollywood just don't get it. You know, and so they painted out this guy to be Lucifer, who's nice looking and everything and represents Satan. All right. So it's just the ignorance of Hollywood, but not just Hollywood. There are some Christians, true believing Christians who love the Lord, who have this misunderstanding. And I want to look to the verse by which we get Lucifer and do a simple context deconstruction of the um, of that verse, the surrounding it, and then um, give some implications as to why it's important that we refrain from referring to Satan as Lucifer. All right. So now the context comes from Isaiah fourteen twelve, Isaiah fourteen twelve, and the issue here. Is that the the reason why we have Lucifer in the text, and it's only present in the King James version, and because the King James um, translators they use the Latin um, rendering of the Hebrew word for morning star, and so therefore it reads Lucifer versus the uh, Hebrew word Halil. 
All right, if I even pronounced that correctly. So real quick, I want to read this verse for you guys. Isaiah 14, 12. How art thou fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning? How art thou cut down to the ground, which this wake weaken the nations? All right. So this this prophecy is dealing with a king, a king and a wicked king at that. Um, most would believe that this king that is referring to is Nebuchadnezzar, seeing as he was brought low, being to the point that he was eating grass and everything else. If you um, look at Daniel and look at the um, story uh, in Daniel, you'll see that connection there. But even if we take out the fact that we got an idea who the king is that this is referring to, let's look at the problems in thinking that this is referring to Satan. Most people will uh, think this is Satan because it says, how art thou fallen from heaven? Knowing that Satan was cast down out of heaven. I mean, it's a true fact. Satan and his angels, his third of the angels who follow him were cast out of heaven. And so this references, how art thou fallen from heaven? And then it says, O Lucifer, giving a name and um, saying that also is the person is the son of the morning. How art thou cut down to the ground, which this weaken the nations? And so I can understand why someone would believe this is speaking of Satan, but there stands to be some problems here. Now, as people also know, prophecy can deal in two forms. It can have two fulfillments or more than one fulfillment, I should say. The problem is with believing that this is dealing with Satan is because Satan being cast down out of heaven wasn't a future event at this point. It was something that already happened. It's something that already took place at the garden before the garden. You know, so to say that um, here is, you know, Isaiah prophesying concerning Satan is saying as if Satan had not yet been cast down. And um, that is not the case. Um, this whole chapter in Isaiah 14 is God speaking prophetically to a particular people. All right. Now I'm not going to start all the way from the, the first verse, but let's look at some implications as to um, this is how, as to why this is not dealing with Satan. So now starting verse 10, it says all they, all they shall speak and say unto thee, art thou also become weak as we art thou become like unto us. They pump thy pump is brought down to the grave and the noise of thy vols, vials, the worm is spread under thee, and the worms cover thee. Then verse 12 reads, How art thou fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning? How art thou cut down to the ground, which didst weaken the nations? For thou hast said in thine heart, I will ascend into heaven. I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. I will sit also upon the mount of the congregation in the sides of the north. Now look at this verse here, verse 13. I will, he had, for thou hast said in thine heart, I will ascend into heaven. Well, Satan was already in heaven. He was already in heaven. He was cast down. So there'll be no need to say, I will ascend into heaven. He already were. And then he says, I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. Now, some people may look at this as being speaking of end times where he was cast down. And now he's saying that, that now he's going to go back up. But see, the problem here is the context in verse 12 says thou art fallen from heaven. And then verse 13 says, for thou hast said in thine heart. So the reason why this person was cast down because 
they said in their heart, I will ascend into heaven. I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. And I will sit also upon the mount of the congregation. Well, Satan was already cast down, you know, for trying to, um, for trying to take over or for trying to war against God and his angels. You know what I'm saying? So that, that already happened. So this isn't the reason. This isn't the reason why for a future event. This is something that's how this is. Um, I'm sorry. This is something that has already taken place. All right. In history. But this is this prophecy is something that's talking about something of a future event. All right. So for that, as I said in my heart, I will ascend into heaven. I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. I will sit also upon the mount of the congregation in the sides of the north. I will ascend upon the heights of the clouds. I will be like the most high. Yet thou shalt be brought down to hell to the size of the pit. Now, reading the King James Version also, once again, I can see why someone would like it to say because it says you shall be brought down to hell to the size of the pit. But what we have to remember is that the King James Version, when it renders the word hell, when it gives us hell as the English translation, the underlying Hebrew and Greek words are not always dealing with hell. The actual word there for hell is actually sheol. And Sheol is basically the place of the dead or Hades in the Greek. All right. So this isn't so that isn't hell. Um, hell in the New Testament or hell, as we would know it, as far as an eternal lake of fire or punishment is rendered Gehenna. It's a, it, that'd be the, the word used there in the Greek. And I think there's a um, there's a word in Hebrew that's um, that's uh, uh, linked to that as well. Being as a, there was a place in um uh, in Old Testament times where people would uh, burn their trash and burn all their debris, kind of like a dumping ground. And it, would, and it was always burning and it was called Gehenna. All right. So something to keep in mind there. So the word here is actually Sheol. It's the place of the dead, the grave. All right. So, um, so yeah, so I, that's just, that should clear up some confusion. In verse 16, um, they that see thee shall narrowly look upon thee and consider thee, saying, Is this the man that made the earth to tremble that did shake kingdoms? And so here we see that this is people are going to look at this individual and say, Is this the man who did these things prior to being cast down? All right. That's the point we got to look at the context. It's showing that this is something that's going to happen later and that people are going to look at this individual who is brought low for wanting to exalt himself. And then people are going to look at them and say, is this the man? All right. Now that would fit Nebuchadnezzar. It definitely fit Nebuchadnezzar. And what happened to him? He built this. He had this golden statue of himself, wanted people to worship the statue of himself. He wanted to exalt his throne above God. He wanted to be like the most high. So he was a fulfillment of that. You know, him being brought low was a fulfillment of that, um, which was spoken by Isaiah. You know, saying so this is all this is this is context, guys. It's context. Now, real quick, I want to take this moment to uh, listen to a couple uh, commercials from uh, the Christian podcast community. Are you just watching? Do you enjoy watching movies? The special effects, the interesting characters, the great stories. There's a lot to enjoy that comes out of Hollywood. 
but sometimes it's best to approach secular media with a healthy dose of critical thinking. Join me, E. Franklin, and Tim Martin, as we discuss our favorite movies and share critical thinking for the entertained Christian. So visit areyoujustwatching.com to subscribe. And don't just watch. Hey, I'm Daryl, and I'm here with my wife, Karen. What's up? And we're the host of the What Are We Even Doing Here podcast, the podcast that seeks to answer the question that we all ask, what are we even doing here? We cover topics such as marriage, family, life, and living a Christian life in this crazy world. We don't have all the answers, but we know where to look. Subscribe to us on iTunes and follow us on SoundCloud as we seek the kingdom of God and find out what we are even doing here. Grace and peace. Welcome back, everybody. All right. Now, the reason why this became a, a topic for me is uh, that interests me is because a while back that I was dealing with either he was either an agnostic or an atheist. I can't remember, honestly. Um, but he tried to tell me that it was a contradiction in Scripture, that in the Bible, Jesus is also called Lucifer. And I was like, what? you got to be kidding me. Give me that scripture verse, please. And so he took me or he sent me Revelation, the book from book of Revelation. And it was Revelation 22, verse 16. And it's Jesus speaking in Revelation 22, 16. And it reads, I, Jesus, have sent mine angel to testify unto you these things in the churches. I am the root and the offspring of David and the bright and morning star. Now, at this point, guys, when I encountered this individual, I, too, believe that Lucifer was the other name of Satan. I believe that Lucifer was his name prior to being cast down and his name became Satan. That's something that was taught to me long, long time ago. And I never kind of never reconciled it because it never came up. But this was the instance where it was brought to my attention. And so it, it pushed me to study. All right. And so when as I studied and I went back to Isaiah 14, 12 and studied what um, the scriptures are saying, Lucifer does mean morning star. So it seemed to be that the atheist or agnostic had a point that Jesus is called Lucifer. Like if you were speaking, if you were speaking in Latin and calling him the morning star, he would have been called Lucifer being called the morning star. So it made sense. The logic fit. But was Jesus being called Satan or like the same person Satan? No, we know that was false. I knew that was false. Even drawing the connections that I did with Lucifer, I knew that accusation had to be false. But there has to be, has to be an explanation to to get rid of the confusion concerning Jesus being called the morning star and Lucifer meaning morning star. So as I began to read Isaiah and just like I did with you guys here, I, I began to see the context that this, this wasn't actually dealing with a fallen angel. It wasn't this context was dealing with a person who was given a nickname, Lucifer being the nickname, Oh, Lucifer, son of the morning, O morning star, how art thou cut down to the ground? Speaking of someone who wants to exalt themselves, this isn't this wasn't a term trying to um, endear the person. Um, this isn't God saying that oh you're such a bright person, such a such a wonderful individual. Like no, this is this is actually mocking to the person because they're falling down 
and they wanted to exalt themselves, but they called them the morning star, the son of the morning, and then talk about how they're being cut down. So this wasn't the same thing with Jesus. He uses of himself to say that he is the bright and morning star. He is sovereign. He's supreme. So he's not fallen in Revelation twenty two sixteen. All right. And so now it's interesting. I have this book that I mentioned on my YouTube channel, Charts of Christian Theology and Doctrine by H. Wayne House, which is a very helpful source. I, I do recommend that people purchase this uh, paperback book. I mean, it is awesome. If you want to get into doctrine and seeing what other people believe and the arguments for it and all that kind of good stuff is really good. And so, and they have a page in here um, just for the names of Satan. And I turned to it. And I just want to see if Mr. House agreed with my take on these things. And though it doesn't say that he agrees with me, <laughs> he has a list of the names of Satan and the names of Satan are as follows. Satan, devil, evil one, great red dragon, serpent of old, Abaddon, Apollyon, adversary, Beelzebub, Belial, God of this world, ruler of this world, prince of the power of the air, enemy, tempter, murderer, liar, accuser. And he gives scripture references for all these citations of where Satan is referred to by these titles, but not one of them is Lucifer. And so it seems to me that I'm not the only one who understands that say that Lucifer was never a name for Satan. Never was the case. All right. And so if we was to say that Lucifer is Satan, then we also have to say that Jesus calls himself Lucifer in the, in revelation. If we were speaking in, if we were speaking in Latin, <laughs> once again, remember speaking in Latin because um, Lucifer rendered in Hebrew is Hallel. And that's what um, that's what it'd be in the Hebrew for morning star. All right. So, yeah. So I, we got to ask ourselves, what is the context? Um, if you disagree with this, you know, what is the context? Um, what would be your pushback um, to this discussion? If you have any at all, or maybe you haven't thought about this at all. Or maybe you just don't think it's that big of a deal to deal with. <laughs> Honestly, I don't think this is one of the things that's going to send people to hell if they believe that Lucifer was once the name of Satan. But just like all things, guys. Truth matters, you know, when we're studying scripture and we're dealing with scripture, truth matters. And so that's what I seek to do and prescribe truth is to um, diagnose the errors and then to distribute the truth that the doctor prescribes. And so that's what I seek to do. And so I hope that this has been helpful for you to do further study, just like it helped me back then. And um, remember, in a world full of errors, the only thing the doctor prescribes is truth. Always in its context. Blessings.